Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Believe in Betting Chicago. My name is Joy Christopoulos. On today's episode, a very special all-time Chicago Bears fantasy draft. We don't need to get into too much of it. All we know is we're drafting the greatest offensive Bears players of all time. Joining me today. Now, guys, we just got done with doing a pod of all defensive players. It took 78 hours. This one is the Bears offensive players. It's probably going to take us about an hour. So let's get right into it with the first pick today. We all know he's taking Fiona Apple with that first pick. The fullback from 1998 to 2002, Fiona Apple, Dan Sanders-Joyce. How are you, DSJ? Uh, doing well, feeling well. Uh, we don't need to really get into too many specifics on why I'm picking sweetness number one all around uh, for best Bears offensive player of all time. There you go. And the cops are after Dan. Uh, number <laughs> coming in, coming in, and he's already getting arrested for picking, making want to make that pick. Uh, coming in at number two, just say hello real quick before we start the draft. Dave Raspoli coming in. A lot of choices. Jay Cutler's still on the board at two. How do you feel right now, Dave? Uh, you know, I was, I was pretty excited to get number two. Um, obviously, I knew I wasn't probably going to get the sweetness, but um, there's only really one other player I even thought about for even a second. Um, Rex no. Um. Okay, and we, and, and we muted him. We muted him. Moving on. Uh, uh, at number three in our draft slot today, making the number third selection. Uh, it's going to be Kyle Moore. Kyle. Oh, wait. No, that's not who I'm. That's not who I'm picking. No, we're Joey. not doing the picks. We're just saying hello. Just oh, okay. The, oh, we're just okay. saying okay. hello real okay. quick. Okay. All right. And <laughs> very unclear. I was very unclear. I was like, this is off to a terrible start. Oh. You got muted. And at number three coming in, Kyle, uh, what do you think? You got to build a team here from the middle of the pack of the draft. How are you feeling coming into it? I'm feeling good. You know, I, uh, I read a book. <laughs> okay, that's good. All right, he's got a book under his belt here. Uh, <laughs> everything's going great. Number four coming back. You guys remember him from the Bulls pod last week. Mike Choi, I mean, so many elite skill players, offensive weapons, high-octane players from all over the board. It's a lot to choose from. How are you feeling right now? Um, not good. Not good. I, in, in my research, I was super depressed at how crappy our offensive players are. In the history of the NFL, the yeah. oldest team in the NFL, yeah. we are, uh, yeah, bottom barrel. But I have some leftover uh, deep dish pizza from Lou Malnati, so I think I'm going to truck through this. Oh, there you go. There you go. Open up the trash bin. Let's go through some trash. All right, let's just hit it right now, you guys. For everyone listening, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do a quarterback, running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, and a tight end. So each team is going to have six players on their team, 30 of the top offensive bears of all time. Dan Sanders-Joyce, you're on the clock, but as you already mentioned, I think you're making your pick. Just give us a quick, uh, quick little something on sweetness here. Uh, I, well, what, what do you need to say? I mean, he's the all-time Bears rushing, leading, leading rusher of all time. Uh, uh, there's not much to say. I, I already picked Sweetness before when I was giving my introduction, so let's just talk about Dan uh, on this go-round. <laughs> all right. Well, Dan, did you know that you also threw for 334 passing yards in your career, uh, which technically makes you like the 27th all-time passer um, on, the, on the team? I mean, that's pretty incredible. 16,000, six, almost 17,000 total yards, uh, under 4,000 attempts and 110 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Like, let's go. Come on. And here's the, here's the one that I really liked um, from a fantasy perspective. In 1977, he had over 190 all-purpose yards in five different games. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. I mean, Unbelievable. Yeah, I, think he's the, I think he's the easy, like, number one pick by far. Yeah, um, by far. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so let's – It really was a toss-up between him and Rashawn Salam, but I, I think I made the right choice. <laughs> oh, man. Already coming at Salam. First pick of the draft. All right, guys, we're moving on to number two, Sweetness, Walter Payton, greatest bear of all time, off the board. Number two, Dave Rispoli, you are on the clock. Who are you taking? First off, I'm so excited that the landscapers decided to choose right now to – Mow and blow right outside the room I have chosen. So if you're hearing anything, that's the motor of the wheels of the running back I am choosing. He's my favorite Bears player. 
this is an audio podcast, but if you were to see me right now, you would see hey. Deuce Deuce, uh, Forte, man. I mean, we're talking about fantasy. We're talking about getting a wide receiver in a running back's body. In 2013, he was on fire. I mean, he had a great rookie season, but in 2013, uh, he almost hit the 2,000 mark all-purpose yards. He had 1,300 on the ground, another 590 through the air. I mean, Joey, you remember this, coming over to my house on a Sunday and watching him take a screen to the house. Is there anything better than that? Forte, Forte, the name's so nice. You say it twice. Hey, uh, here's an interesting stat. 12,718 total yards in eight years over 120 games. That means, folks, Matt Forte averaged 105.9 all-purpose yards when he played for the Bears. A game for his career. I mean, And exceptional facial hair. I mean, it is, it, is, it is perfectly landscaped. The guy outside right now cutting my lawn has nothing on his facial barber. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask Kyle. Kyle, remember when he came back to training camp that one year, completely yoked? Man, we were jealous. I, I remember. That's the book I wrote. It was all about that summer. <laughs> It was called Yoked, the Kyle Moore story. No, it was all about Matt Forte. <laughs> well, you're on the board, man, and Matt Forte is no longer on the board at number That's three. Right. Kyle. The running backs, there's the early run on the running backs, and I am just so happy that I got the young gun still on the board. This guy, I mean one of the well he was the youngest to ever be inducted into the hall of fame he was the uh the man in chicago and he, this is gail sayers i'm talking about Ooh, All right. okay i'm gonna take mr gail from 1965 to 1971 the man four-time pro bowls five-time first team all pros hall of fame class of 1977 boys gail sayers dave hop in uh, I just think you got to be tough if you're a boy named Gail. Yeah. And I think it really showed itself throughout his career. Yeah. Well, the other one, too, is if you ever want to make your grandfather mad, uh, tell him that Gail Sayers sucks uh, because he will cut you out of his will uh, immediately. <laughs> um, 48 touchdowns in five seasons. Uh, yeah, obviously, I guess injuries, knee injuries back in the day hurt him from becoming – uh, probably an all-time great amongst the NFL greats. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to hear a grandpa spin a yarn about a player, just ask him about Gail Sayers, <laughs> and, then, and you're going to get exactly that. All right, three running backs off the board, you guys. Three of the greats. Mike Choi on the clock at number four. Who are you taking? Four just sucks because it's like the little kid looking inside the window at Christmas time who didn't get any Christmas gifts because obviously you guys took the greatest three running backs in Bears history and now uh, I've got nothing. Um, so I, God, I, uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, if we talk about fantasy and p position scarcity, uh, I'm going to have to probably go a receiver and um, God, this is just disgusting. Uh, I'm going to go Brandon Marshall. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, he had a huge 2012 right out of the gate coming to the Bears from Denver. Uh, what he, he had 118 catches, 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns, and then, you know, pretty much followed up with another great year in 2013 with 100 and 1,312. So, you know, for context uh, – this is how crappy the Bears are in uh, the wide receiver position. Our top two all-time receivers are running backs, great Walter Payton and Matt Forte. So that, that just tells you how crappy our wide receiver history is. So um, I'm not liking it, but again, with uh, position scarcity, uh, Brandon Marshall has to be my pick. It's not, a it's not a bad move, right? I mean, in that 2012, he had nine or more receptions in a game nine times, seven games with 100-plus yards. Uh, in that season, three seasons, 31 touchdowns. I mean, uh, yeah, before he went cuckoo bananas, I mean, the dude, was, the dude was as solid as it comes. And I would probably say, I think you're correct, probably the greatest Bears receiver of all time. Which is sad, but probably true. <laughs> sad, but true. That was brought to you by Metallica, that pick coming up right there. I, uh, Joey, Dave, fun ahead. fact about Brennan Marshall, um, if, if you look at his 118 
reception season. That's 59 receptions per personality. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh man, his one man show was just uh was just amazing. All right guys, I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock at 5 here. And you know, there's a lot to choose from and I got to be honest, um I'm kind of torn a little bit in a couple different directions, but I think I'm going to go to the running backs cuz all the running backs are gone. My first guy I'm going to take I'm going to take my boy Thomas Jones. That's right. I'm taking Thomas Jones. In a two-season stretch with the Bears, 2,545 yards. He averaged 12, over 1,200 yards for those two seasons, 15 touchdowns combined. The crazy part is he went to the Jets and then had three seasons that were even better than that um, and had 27 touchdowns in two years, 13 one year, 14 another year. I know that doesn't count for Bears fantasy, but I don't know, man. I need some muscle on the team. I need a dude that's going to grab everyone by the short and curlies and like bring us to Sunday morning, bring us to kickoff. So I'm taking Thomas Jones, and then I'm taking – I've been waiting for this. I've been thinking about this. I'm taking Dicka, guys. I'm taking Dicka, tight end yeah, off the board. The, the coach. And I got a couple of reasons for you. One reason, uh, our tight end, Mike Dicka, who played in the 1960s, is still our fifth best receiver in Bears history. His rookie season in 1963 – 1,076 uh, 1, yards, 12 touchdowns. Guess what? No other tight end in Bears history has ever had 1,000 yards. No other Bears tight end in history has had over 10 touchdowns. I'm going with Dicka. I like him for my team. I don't have to worry about the tight end position. I'm cool now. I'm safe against Hurricanes. I'm safe against Krakens. I mean, I'm, I'm good to go. Dan, hop in. Yeah, solid, solid pick. And Mike Ditka is fourth overall all-time Bears for touchdown uh, touchdown totals as far as receiving goes. With 34, 34 touchdowns uh, is, is fourth overall, which I don't know what – sorry. Yeah, fourth overall, which I don't know what that says about us. but <laughs> Well, he hasn't played in 45 years. So, I mean, I guess we can kind of just piece together here what we're working with here. So, I'm taking Thomas Jones. I'm taking Mike Ditka. Draft is swinging back into round two. Back to Mike Choi. I'm loving this pick because I feel like he fell in my lap. Uh, you want to talk about all-purpose running backs? You got to talk about Mr. Neil Anderson. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I think he's really uh, unsung, I think, basically because he came on the heels of Walter Payton. So at the time, everyone's like, how are we going to replace Walter Payton? Which you can't. Uh, but when you look at uh, Neil Anderson's numbers, well, first of all, four-time Pro Bowler. An 88, he rushed for 1,100 yards, 12 touchdowns, caught 39 passes for another 400 yards. And then in 89, he rushed for 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns, then with 50 catches and 400 yards. So, I mean, he was, uh, you know, he was a do-it-all back. You talk about Matt Forte, he was the Matt Forte before Matt Forte and already is the uh, third all-time leading rusher for the Bears with uh, 6,100 yards. So, I'm, I'm loving that Neil Anderson fell to my lap uh in the second round so i'm loving it yeah a guy that could for some reason never live up to a lofty expectation that was probably pretty unfair for him at the time but yeah three straight seasons of 10 plus touchdowns on a fantasy team you take that like all day long i mean i think he did live up to all the expectations i mean he was a four-time pro bowler so again i think he was uh, unfortunately in the shadow of walter payton and anybody's going to be in the shadow of walter payton so i think that's why he gets a little unsung but his numbers i mean his numbers are amazing when you break it down well, if this fantasy draft says anything, the Chicago Bears get off the bus running the football. And now we are back to number three. Kyle, you are up. Your first selection, Gale Sayers, your second round selection. You're up. I'm doing it. I don't want to get stuck with, with Trubisky. I'm going smoking Jay Cutler oh my God, right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is a I want a quarterback, and I want a quarterback that's going to tell me I'm a piece of shit when I'm being a piece of shit. <laughs> Don't care. Truth bombs. <laughs> Dan, hop in. I mean, for those of you that don't know us personally, this is just a regular fantasy football draft for Kyle at this point. <laughs> Jay Cutler has been on a few Kyle Moore fantasy teams. Other than Brandon Marshall. Maybe Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler are, are Kyle staples. 
Hey man, what can we say about Jay Cutler that hasn't already be, already been said? He doesn't give a well. Fuck. In fantasy, if you took him in those two years, you had a, you had good. I mean, he was good in fantasy. Yeah, he threw for twenty eight touchdowns and uh, thirty eight hundred yards that one Trestman season when like all the wheels fell off. Remember that one season too as well, where I think the Bears were seven and three at the time and they were kicking ass on offense, and he was in line for a great year, and then he broke his thumb on that interception against the Chargers. Like, I mean, there's some more star-crossed moments for Cutler than I think we probably would like to admit. We'd like to think more about the mistakes, but, I mean, the dude is the unquestioned number one quarterback of all time in Bears history. Every stat, every metric, all of it. Kyle. And to be fair, I'm only taking him for that Tressman year. Wasn't that a rule? <laughs> yeah, that's totally a rule. You could take him for the Trestman year completely. Yeah, you do not have to take him for the year he threw, what, 28 picks or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Cutler on the board. And, guys, I know this is an audio. This isn't a video. But Dave right now is just – his mind is spinning. Um, he's heaving into a brown paper bag because he doesn't know what he's going to do. Dave at two for his second-round pick. Who are you going to take, buddy? Uh, just give me one sec. I was just – um, writing down Jay Cutler's name onto a piece of paper so I can cross him off. <laughs> uh, didn't have him on there. Uh, he wasn't on the draft board. Oh, and now that paper's on fire. Him. You lit that and paper now on he's there. off. No big deal. Um, I tell you what, Joey, um, I was a little upset that Choi went with Brandon Marshall, really was eyeing him. But why not get a little piece of that great season? On the other side, we have Alshon, who, I mean – just to be able to relive those catches again, he had some incredible catches that year. Plus, he topped 10 touchdowns. He had over 1,000 yards. I mean, I just want a piece of that season. I'm going Alshon. Yeah, pretty incredible. For three straight years, Alshon averaged 83 receiving yards a game. Like, I don't know. I just don't think that, like, from ages 23 to 24, averaged 15 yards per catch, had 174 receptions for 1,554 yards and 17 touchdowns in two seasons. I mean, this dude was a complete stud. I mean, whether we ran him out of town or whether he uh, bought a ticket and, and raced his way out of town is probably a different conversation. But just incredible, incredible run for a dude so like early on in his career. And you're right, man. Some of the catches that he'd go up and get, were just absolutely incredible in his hands. I mean, talk about big ones. Talk about those mitts. Those big mitts. Those Those big mitts. Alshon Jeffrey off the board. Dan, you started us off with sweetness. You now have two picks to get Uh, us into the second and into the third round. Yeah. I mean, guys, uh, listen, we're talking about all-time bear greats, right? Like, it's not about who we've seen in our lifetime. It's about all-time Bear greats. So why am I not going to pick the all-time receiving leader from the Bears, Johnny Morris? We're talking about over 5,000 yards. He's just under Ditka with total touchdowns caught. Uh, the guy's got uh, – a guy averaged 41, 42 yards a game with under three receptions averaging a game. The dude was a powerhouse in the late 50s through the 60s. Uh, so Johnny Morris is going to be my first pick. Of yeah, 1964, 93 receptions, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. And remember, you guys, right now, Dan's fantasy team does qualify for the senior citizen discount at the movie theater and, that, and the 4 p.m. dinner. Um, Dan, you got uh, one more pick coming for you. Yeah, man. And again, I'm going to go with an old school classic and a big old bruiser. Guys, this was before they even had the position tight end. We were just called an end at that point. I'm going big boy Ken Cavanaugh, number 51, all-time leading Bears in touchdown receptions at 50. He caught less than two passes a game and had 40-plus yards, only two fumbles his entire career. Dude was a hoss. Uh, and he's wait a receiver or tight end. He's a tight end. Tight end. I thought you were going to take Virginia McCaskey there, but uh, I thought that was a good. I thought that was a good pick. Ken Cavanaugh, off the board. Coming back to Dave now. Dave, we're in the third round, man. Uh, Matt Forte, Alshon Jeffrey are on your team right now. It's a Trestman. It's a Trestman special. Um, how are you going to keep rolling and making your team? Well, uh, Dan is going for the senior citizen discount. Um, I'm staying young and healthy. I don't want to, I sure as shit don't want to end up with Bernard Berrien. So (laughs) 
Give me a Rob, baby. Oh, Alan Robinson. Oh, I mean, uh, right now I have Alshon and Alan Robinson and Matt Forte. I've already won, so give up everybody. Um, <laughs> Alan Robinson, he was one of my favorite players uh, coming out of college. I think he's, he's one of the best route runners, super underrated, great hands. I was stoked when we got him. Uh, and, you know, he overcame a huge injury, and he's been clutch for us. I mean, he has become the safety blankie for Trevi. Uh, what, yeah, what can you say? The dude was eighth in fantasy uh, among wide receivers last year. 28th in the NFL, 98 catches, um, 1147 and seven. I mean, automatically vaulted himself up there in some of the better all-time Bears seasons. Um, yeah, man, great pick, and he's still got plenty to go. Um, so Kyle, we're moving on to you, Jay Cutler and Gail Sayers in a fist fight in the alley right now on your fantasy team. Um, who are you taking with your third pick? Again, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that we can take a bear for one year. Yes. So I'm taking a man who went lights out in 1954. I mean, he just, <laughs> I remember it like it was just yesterday, Kyle. <laughs> I'm taking Harlan Junius Hill. Oh, no. 6'3", 199 pounds of pure football prestige, everybody. Harlan Hill, wide receiver. Uh, I think he was Kyle a more Bears. I think he was a tight end, Kyle. I don't know what it says. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I mean, he, uh, Are we going to talk the 56 Bears? Let's get our stats right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Brought to you by. I mean, he was Laramie on a horse. Cigarettes. What 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 position was that? <laughs> Harlan Hill and his horse off the board, round three. Um, Choi, I mean, yeah, where do you go? Where do you go from there, man? Tough yeah. one, high on your board. Um, you are up next. We're gonna go back to uh, the uh, the theory of position scarcity, and I'm gonna go to the tight end position. Uh, I am not drafting James Robocop Thornton. Um, I am not drafting unsung Kef Boso. Uh, I'm going to take the guy who could have been probably the greatest tight end in Bears history had Mike Martz not come to the Bears and said, we, don't, uh, we can't use a vertical tight end in our passing game. I'm going with Mr. Greg Olson. Mr. Greg Olson, who even for, during his Bears years in 2009, he led the Bears in receptions and touchdowns. And then, like I said, Mike Martz didn't think uh, a passing or pass-catching tight end was valuable. So we uh, decided to keep Desmond Clark, Kellen Davis, and the uh, world-famous Matt Spaeth. And then obviously we know uh, what uh, Greg Olson has gone on to do for Carolina. So, uh, yeah, all he did was go on to have three straight 1,000-plus uh, yard seasons, a Pro Bowl. Now he's like a borderline Hall of Famer. Yeah. And, yeah, and we got stuck with uh, Spaeth Jam. Yep. Uh, that's, all, that's all that we had there. Um, one of the worst, I think, one of the worst trades – of all time, especially the Angela era, kind of makes you think like, what was worse, him passing on Cedric, uh, him taking Cedric Benson instead of literally anybody else, or him trading Greg Olson for, I think it was like a first or second rounder at the time. Yeah, what could have been? What could have been? Yeah, Dave, hop in. Yeah, just Greg Olson. I mean, we've all seen the video. G Reg. I mean, the dude is, he's a legend. He's a legend. And uh, do you guys know the video I'm talking about? Yeah, my University of Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. The guy's, uh, he was like one of the first internet superstars for yeah, yeah, the yeah. worst reasons. And uh, I just love the guy. What, what, what a pick. Yeah, Egg Olsen off the board. Um, it comes to me, Kyle, uh, just so you know, uh, Greg Olsen just was taken. You're all good. You got Harlan Horse Hill. You're fine there. Uh, we're going to go. So here I go. I'm, uh, I'm now in the third round here, guys. I feel like I need to hit in on some wide receiving action. I'm going to take 1999 Marcus Robinson. That's Ooh. right. 1999 yeah. Eric Kramer's Marcus Robinson, 84 receptions, 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. And keep in mind, you guys, he only played in 12 games. He didn't even start those first four games, which means in 12 games, he had over 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns, wow. averaging 106 yards a game. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty incredible. 
Um, whatever happened to him after that, we'll never know. He ended up on the Vikings. But I'm going with him. And then I am – oh, my God. All right, fuck it. I'm taking, a, I'm taking another wide receiver. And I'm taking How all picks, all great picks start. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm taking Marty Booker, guys. If this is a PPR league, I'm going to be a happy man. 2001 had 100 catches for 1,071 yards, eight touchdowns, seven or more catches in nine games. I uh, followed that up with two seasons of 197 catches. I'm taking Booker, man. I want the big hands, baby. I want the big hands. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that pick. Um, we are going to transition. That is the that is the beginning of the fourth round. We're going to move on to choice pick in just a second. But first, let's take a break to hear from our sponsors here at Believe in Betting Chicago. Today's episode of Believe in Betting Chicago is brought to you by True Classic Tees. Super excited about our new sponsor for the show, you guys, because style is changing, formal wear is out, and the t-shirt is back in, and that is music to my ears. True Classic Tees are my favorite because they're based out here in L.A., where I live. And it's a t-shirt company that's on the rise because their t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. Right now, they're also incredibly cheap, only $15, and now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout, Believe, B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at True Classic Tees, and check it out today. The episode today is also brought to you by Bet Online. No NBA, no NHL, no MLB, but hey, we still got Bears Fantasy Drafts. We also got American Idol, Big Brother, The Spelling Bee. There's a poker series coming up for 750k. You can still get on the fun and still win some cash if you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100, M-Y-P-O-D-100, your online waging experts are there to take your bets today. This episode also brought to you by LinkedIn, you guys. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come, and the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn Jobs. This website is going to be more integral than ever coming up. There's over 675 million members worldwide, and LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of a quality quality qualified candidate who can match your business requirement perfectly it's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds at linkedin holy cow so find the right person today for your business with linkedin jobs you can pay what you want and get the first 50 dollars off just visit linkedin.com slash team again linkedin.com slash team to get 50 dollars off your first job post terms and conditions apply our final sponsor today is simply safe home security there's two ways you can go about protecting your home you guys you can wait two weeks for a technician to do a messy install the cost of fortune or hey just get simply safe the two-time winner of the cnet editor's choice award simply safe blankets your whole home in safety has outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching entry motion and glass break sensors guard the inside and you can set up the system all by yourself and guess how long it takes only 30 minutes. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police in a moment's notice 24-7. It's 50 cents a day, you guys, and there are no contracts. So go to simplysafe.com slash team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose, and that deal is too good to pass up. So go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team, simplysafe.com slash team, Simply Safe and all of us here wishing you safety and good health during these times. But check them out today for such a great deal. And now back to the pod. All right. Welcome back, you guys. We are in the thick of this draft. We are right in the middle. We are about to hit up uh, Mr. Mike Choi's fourth round selection. But real quick, we're going to go through the rosters just so everyone can catch up real quick. Dan Sanders Joyce with the first pick in the draft took Walter Payton, Johnny Morris, and Ken Kavanaugh. Your grandma's happy because he's got some handsome boys on his team. Dave, um, Dave at number two, took Matt Forte, Allen Robinson, Alshon Jeffrey, Whit Young, Sleek, the modern man. Kyle Moore uh, with the third pick took Gail Sayers, Jay Cutler, and Harlan. I was in the War Hill. And then uh, I, took, uh, I took with my fifth selections, we've got Thomas Jones, Marcus Robinson, Marty Booker, big catch radius there, and the dick uh, and we're going now to Mr. Mike Choi, who's got Brandon Marshall, Greg Olson, and Neil Anderson. 
You are on the clock, my friend, and you got three players to fill out the rest of your team with. Joey, can we just say for argument's sake in this fantasy all-time team that we're going to incorporate special team yards into the stats? Yes, yes. That was our caveat we said before. Right. A touchdown is a touchdown, and in our fantasy league, those touchdowns, uh, those touchdowns count. Then I think you guys know exactly where I'm going with that. Are you question. getting Irish? Is this guy this an Irishman? <laughs> I think I think I know where we're at. No, we are uh, we're going at wide receiver, Mr. Devin yeah, Hester. Obviously. I mean, yeah, okay. Sadly, just from a career standpoint and just his receptions, he ranks up there pretty high with the Bears with over <laughs> uh, 250 catches, 3,000 yards, 16 touchdowns. But then we're talking about him as a return man, all-time NFL leading return man with 14 touchdowns, uh, 14 punch touchdowns, five kickoff touchdowns, and a one missed field goal touchdown. Um, the league changed rules because of this man, pushing the kickoff up to the 35-yard line. And I think the most impressive stat, in 2013, Devin Hester outran a cheetah. <laughs> he, he competed in a race sponsored by National Geographic where he beat a cheetah. And that's all you got to say about the man. That's all he you beat a cheetah. That's all you need to know. Dave, hop in. I love that pick, Mike. I mean, one of my favorite moments as a Bears fan and a human being is Colts-Bears Super Bowl. Devin Hester running one back. Oh man, we were hyped. the game. That was the greatest moment of our Bears' lives. Uh, I was hosting a party at the time with my then roommate Kyle Moore, who is now on the clock currently. I do remember I wore a suit that night. I do remember that our good friend Paige <laughs> Smith had a crock pot of weenies uh, roasting in the kitchen. And then, yeah, after that happened, we all looked at each other like this was going to be one of the greatest night of our lives. And how did it end, Dan Sanders Joyce? Uh, oh. I, ki I kicked everyone, I kicked everyone out of my party, and then me and Dan went to McDonald's and spent thirty dollars at McDonald's between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, not uh, not not our proudest moment. No, no, there was no. That was <laughs> we sat in silence. Yep. Slowly yep. munching on munching on McNuggets. I uh, I have a little personal story to go along with that. I had just recently broken up with uh, a girl from Indianapolis who decided to watch that game with us yeah. <laughs> on that first kickoff return. I shoved it right in her face. And then <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the game happened. <laughs> yeah, man. You shouldn't have gone nose to nose with her on that. Uh, after, yeah, you were just like right there. Systematically destroyed us after that. Uh, good friend shouldn't have been there. Uh, you know. <laughs> We were too nice. We were too nice back then. Yeah. Evan Hester. Uh, yeah, one of the greatest Bears of all time. Uh, if I ever see someone wearing a Devin Hester t-shirt, I'm always, like, giving either, like, a wink or a dab or, like, some sort of, like, high five of some kind. Just one of the most entertaining dudes of all time. And that's a great pick, man. Uh, we're moving on to Kyle at number three. Uh, number three in the draft. He's got his fourth-round selection coming right now. All right, guys, I'm going to take you back to 1988. <laughs> Four-year-old Joey Christopoulos is sitting on his living room floor with a ninja turtle up his nose. And he's watching a man run for 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns. Five-year-old Joey Christopoulos watched him run for 11 touchdowns. And six-year-old Joey watched him run for 10 touchdowns. We're talking about Neil Anderson, baby. Oh, he's, off, he's off the board. He's off the board, man. He already got picked. I'm sorry. He got, he got picked when I was logged out? No. Uh, maybe, yeah. Troy. Uh, uh, yeah, it was my second-round pick. Troy took him in the second round. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Great player. Deserved it, though. But you got you to now uh, – you got to tiptoe around that now. Yeah, what kind of Joey story are you going to tell now, pal? <laughs> One time, Joey Christopoulos outran a cheetah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, all right, whatever. 1967. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I, need, uh, I need wide receivers. Uh, so I am, since we're talking about speed, I'm going uh, with a man. When you Google, it just says, how fast is Willie Galt? Willie Galt. Ooh. The fastest 55-year-old man alive. <laughs> I mean, Google the man. 
as far as speed, uh, he, he is considered one of the fastest that ever was. Um, his numbers for the Bears weren't as big as I want, but uh, I feel like with Cuddy throwing him the ball, the man's uh, going to be uh, a scorcher. That's a great pick. I mean, especially on that Bears team that was all about defense and Walter Payton. I mean, Willie Galt was such a huge, like, deep threat for them that season. Like, super underrated dude. Dan, hop in. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, the, his numbers are not that bad. When we're talking fantasy, we're talking tutties, and he's eighth all-time receiving touchdown leader. He's ninth all-time in, in all-time yards with uh, just under 4,000, 3,650, 27 touchdowns. Due to averaged 48 yards a game. I only had three fumbles his entire career with the Bears. Like, a uh, solid pick. Yeah, I'm proud of the pick. I'm just glad uh, I picked someone that someone else didn't pick. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part about Willie Galt is I still had the Ninja Turtle up my nose at that time. Still, <laughs> that still fits into the timeline. Uh, all right, we're moving on to number two, Dave. You've got, okay. you've got a couple holes in your roster. You've got your wide receivers taking cover, taking covered. What are we going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Joey, uh, I think it's time to pick a quarterback because, um, you know, it's going to get deep waters real soon. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, and the only guy off the board is Cutler. And it's already <laughs> <laughs> Joey, there's a quarterback out there that threw more touchdowns than Cutler, more yards Boom, 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 boom. Slap bass means Kramer, baby. <laughs> Eric Kramer, 1995 was the year. Seinfeld was hot. <laughs> and Eric Kramer threw 29 tutties. I love that on my team. Yeah, most uh, all-time passing leader in a single season, all-time touchdown leader in a single season. That season, seven 250-plus-yard passing games. 18-28 and 28 career record as a QB, but, man, that one season, he was pretty undeniable. Uh, yeah, man, Eric Kramer, underrated, uh, came out of nowhere, but perhaps, like, the greatest, if not the second greatest quarterback season of all time in Bears history. Mike, jump in. Can I just say, the fact that Eric Kramer is our single-season all-time uh, touchdown passer with 29, that makes me want to puke. Yeah. The fact that the Bears have not just randomly had at least one 30-touchdown passer in their illustrious history is actually crazy. There are 126 guys in NFL history who have thrown at least 30 touchdown passes. None of them wore a Chicago Bears uniform. Oh, my God. That's and one of them is really like – hurts. Yeah, heartburn. One of those is like Derek Anderson on the Browns or something like that one year. There's always like – we didn't even get like an outlier once – and just to, I mean, I don't want to rip open the wound even more, but just keep in mind, during this entire time, the Packers have had Favre and Rodgers. Like, this entire time that we're talking about, uh, pretty much the history of the Bears. Oh, boy. Dan, Sanders-Joyce, you were finishing up round four. You got a selection, and then you're kicking us off for round five. Great. Um, guys, when we're talking about all-time greats, uh, I think it also goes uh, to the pedigree uh, of the person. And while this person may not have the greatest of all times actual blood in him, he decided to marry in. I'm talking about early 90s delight, Curtis Lamont Conway. Drafted <laughs> 1993, uh, married into Muhammad Ali's family. <laughs> Curtis Conway has almost 4,500 yards, 31 touchdowns. He's the sixth all-time leading Bears touchdown receiver. Uh, he's coming in, uh, he's, he's, he's coming in, he's coming in hot with, uh, with 48 yards a game. Just, he doesn't catch a ton of passes, but when he does catch those passes, he makes the most out. Yeah. 12 touchdowns, his best season. I, I did think you were going to say after he married into Muhammad Ali's family, 4,500 Fabergé eggs, uh, because, uh, that family, they give out them gifts. Uh, yeah. the, secret, the secret Santa is nice in the, yeah. uh, the Ali household uh, around Christmas time. Um, yeah, dude, that's a great pick. I had a Curtis Conway jersey uh, growing up. I can't fight that pick at all. Uh, that's an excellent selection. And you got one more. Yeah. Dan, you got two spots left. You got a quarterback and a running back position open. Guys, I'm, I'm sticking with this old school. And really just because I, I firmly believe that when we talk about 
uh, fantasy football, we talk about touchdowns. And why would I go anywhere other than uh, Ricardo Rick Jose Caceres? Big time running back for the Bears in the 60s, uh, in, the, in the late 50s and early 60s. He's the third all-time rushing leader uh, as far as touchdowns go. He's the fourth all-time leader as far as yards go with 5,657, 49 touchdowns. He averaged 46 yards a game uh, on, on, and four, four yards every attempt. Uh, only had 35 fumbles in his illustrious 10-season uh, career. We're going uh, Ricardo Jose Caceres. Can't fight it. Can't fight that pick. Can't fight it at all. It's good. Um, and you got yourself now an interesting one-two punch in your backfield, Dan. Yeah. Coming, coming back to Dave. Uh, Dave, you have, let's see here. Yeah, you only have two picks left yourself. Running back and tight end are open. Who are you thinking? Well, Joey, um, now people listening may not know this, but we were going to have a flex position, which you kind of last minute eliminated. Um, and I was, I was a little bitter about that, but I'm going to choose with my running back slot, a guy that does it all, my friends. The year was 1956. <laughs> Milk was the most popular drink in America. Uh. This is where I thought Mike might be going when he said the all-time special teamers. I know we always talk about Devin Hester, but what if I were to tell you that there is a player who played quarterback, who played running back, who played tight end, who also was rumored to be able to drop kick the ball 50 yards, the Irishman Patty Driscoll. Patty Driscoll. Patty Driscoll. Patty Driscoll. The internet tells me it's true. <laughs> I'm buying it. He's on my team. <laughs> Welcome, pal. <laughs> he sounds like a suspect in the movie The Fugitive. Uh, but <laughs> it was Driscoll, I tell you. Where's my family? Um, all right. That's a good pick. Can't fault it. You built your team, and that's the beauty of fantasy. You're building your team for your own success. Kyle, coming back to you, you got two picks left yourself. You got a running back, and you got a tight end slot open. Who are you going with? I thought I had a tight end. Uh, oh, yeah, Harlan Hill. Oh, Har oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Harlan Hill is your tight end. So you have a wide receiver running back open. All right. I'm going to take a guy who's going to get the hard yards. Joho. Oh, the Joho juice. Yeah, yeah, maybe. He's going to be reliable. You know, he's backing up Gale Sayers. I think those two can uh, learn a lot from each other. <laughs> and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go yeah. i'm gonna go joho well what can you say i mean his rookie year the dude was super solid had seven touchdowns and let's be honest each of us in this room has either thought about or have had J jordan howard on their fantasy team in the last two or three years uh what can we say his career is taking a nosedive like nobody else's business right now <laughs> his stock his stock is diving but that's all right uh we're, we're taking a body of work you're all about a body of work kyle and Jordan Howard. Dave, hop in. Yeah, I just uh, was checking out some Jordan, hi uh, Jordan Howard highlights, and I had to double check. I thought it was all these cool slow motion highlights, but they're actually in real time. <laughs> <laughs> he did not beat a cheetah. Uh, Jordan Howard raced a cheetah. And no footage of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are moving on. Uh, Kyle takes Jordan Howard. Uh, Mr. Mike Choi, you're making your selection now. I've got you down for one running back or one quarterback. You are open in those two slots. You know, uh, I'm going to take you guys back to an era in the world. Uh, it was the Great Depression. Ooh. A lot of people were sad. My goodness. A lot of people didn't have uh, much to look forward to. Thank God the Chicago Bears had a running back who was more than a man, he was a myth. And he went by the name of Bronco Nazerski. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get now, him on board. This guy was amazing. Even by today's standards, he would have been a Hulk. 6'2", 235. Okay, three-time champion for the Chicago Bears when, uh, before the Super Bowl era, four-time Pro Bowler, and still to this day has a record 
19 and a half championship ring size. The average man's ring size is 10. So he, his finger is twice the size of the average man in girth. It takes, two, it takes two hands to pull his finger? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so uh, nobody's going to get those tough yards like Bronco Nazerski. He's my backup running back. Oh, boy. That was the Italian beef pick of the day right there, folks. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but they should be. Bronco Nazerski off the board. Um, I'm up, you guys, and I got my final two picks. And I tell you, everything in my body wanted me to take 1990s Brad Muster. Uh, I'm not, I'm not taking him. I'm not taking him, but a thousand all purpose yards, 47 catches, six touchdowns, Brad muster. I salute you, sir. Uh, but what I'm going to do instead is uh, a guy that we've been talking about. We talked about him early in the draft. I'm taking Rashawn Salam guys, 10 touchdowns, 1,074 yards and only 11 starts in his rookie season, 1995. I'm taking that season alone by itself. Yeah. And then I need to take a quarterback, and I'm going to surprise you guys right now. There's still a guy on the board that we all like that many people revere as one of the greatest Bears quarterbacks of all time. But I'll tell you who I'm taking right now. I'm taking 2013 Josh motherfucking McCown, y'all. <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. Five, five games, 13 touchdowns, one interception. Had a 100-plus QB rating in every single one of those games. Averaged 258 passing yards during that time. Had a three-game stretch, which is the greatest stretch of Bears quarterbacking of all time, where he had averaged 351 yards passing a game for a three-game stretch. Josh McCown, that Trestman offense. You guys remember that Dallas Cowboys game? We watched it at Bloodsoe's with that beautiful barbecue pig yeah, getting yeah, broken yeah, open. And the Bears, Bears scored at will. This is a fantasy team. I'm taking 2013 Josh McCown. That same year, he taught 64 middle schoolers science. <laughs> <laughs> also true i want a guy i want a guy that gets it done on the field i want a guy that gets it done in the classroom uh you know the more you know i'm going with josh mccown and that's that's my quarterback pick guys i'm toast my team is done coming he, back to Troy for his to final be fair, pick. he he may be the only bear from 2013 who's actually still on a team i think he's still on the eagles he's playing still oh, oh no Jesus. And he might have a job next year too, as well. I mean, he's he's turned he's turned that backup quarterback job uh, and just turned it beautifully into a long career, thanks to probably that thirteen game stretch. All right, Mike. <laughs> you, I, I know. It's speechless. Dead silence. Dead speechless. silence. I know because I took your quarterback, buddy. You got to take a quarterback. This is your last pick of the draft. Who are you taking? Okay, well, this is where I'm going to think outside of the box. Uh, can we just say that uh, all that we need to qualify is that he played for the Bears? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. This is your LaMarcus Aldridge pick. I'm this liking just, it. I'll take it. This is my LaMarcus Aldridge pick. If you, take so, Jim, if you take Jimmy Clausen, you're getting kicked out, but go for it. Who are you, who are you taking? In, in a scenario of what could have been, I am going from the man from Boston College Doug Flutie. Now, now he only played four games for the Bears. So, uh, so obviously we're talking about his broader career. But when he went to the Canadian Football League, he had three seasons of over 40 touchdown passes, five seasons of over 5,000 yards passing, and one season in 91 where he threw for 6,619 yards, which is a professional football record. So again, it's a little unorthodox, and uh, I'm going by a technicality, but I am taking Doug Flutie as my quarterback, highlighting his Canadian football years. Oh man, Flutie flakes! Can't wait to see him mesh with Brandon Marshall on that squad of yours. Uh, but uh, I'm sure it'll go great. I'm sure it'll be totally fine. Uh, <laughs> rounding up the draft, we're coming in. We're coming into the uh, coming into the station here. Pick number three, Kyle. You got your final pick, and uh, let's see here. You got a wide receiver. You got to take. Uh, I guess without revealing who it is, I, I'm not sure if he's off the board. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does, has anyone picked a guy whose name rhymes with farty cooker? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, that's not who I was going to take. Farty cooker was taken by me <laughs> and is off the board. <laughs> oh, man. Tan, um, Tandon Barshall? Tandon Barshall still on the board? <laughs> You know what? Instead of going Johnny Knox, 
what well, I mean obviously didn't have a great uh I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go young and I am going to select Anthony Miller. Wow. Pick for the future. I love yeah. it. Yeah, you know, let's see, let's see, you know, don't tally all these marks until next year. <laughs> and then we will see. No, I, I, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I didn't, there's not tons of wide receivers out there right now. So I'm going to go with, 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 with potential. Well, he had seven touchdowns two years ago. Uh, I don't think any of us doubts his talent. I don't think any so of that's us. That's one less than Marty Booker's best year. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think anyone uh, in this in this group here that maybe have had a couple cocktails or in Dan's case, uh, a couple too many plates of buffalo wings uh, might have taken Anthony Miller and put him on his bench uh, for their fantasy team. Cauliflower wings these days, buddy. I'm vegetarian. Oh, oh cauliflower <laughs> wings. Wow. Uh, be still my heart. Uh, I have to clean this microphone off from all the drooling I'm doing from cauliflower yeah. wings. But uh, uh, but yeah, no, Anthony Miller pick for the future. That's a dynasty pick right there. This could be a keeper league. And uh, I don't know if Harlan Hill is going to be good for the keeper league long term, but uh, <laughs> a little bit of both. Uh, we're coming back to Dave. Dave, you have one more selection, my friend. And if I am correct, you need a tight end. Yes, I do. Um, I need a tight end. And Joey, this is a no brainer. I'm just so stoked that he's still on the board. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of tight ends in Bears history with 90 receptions in a season. He's hard to find, but when you find him, it's magical. I'm talking about the black unicorn, Martellus Bennett, the wow. poet. You know? I mean, the guy, the guy was a stud for us in 2014. Um, you know, I feel like that was when we were kind of transitioning out of that Brandon Marshall phase. And he really stepped up for us in a big way. And I've always had a little soft spot for him. He's a weird, weird dude. I've heard he's also locker room poison. Um, so he's going to be just thrown in the mix there and he's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to lean on Patty Driscoll to set him straight, <laughs> but I'm going with Martellus. Come over here, Marty. <laughs> That's as far as I'm going to try and do that. Yeah, uh, perfect. So your team's done. Dan, you have a quarterback. You are the final pick. Sexy uh, Rexy still on the board. Guys, Kyle. Joey, I kind of wish you didn't put my lead in there. Oh, no. Are you doing it? I'm, I, guys, I'm taking 2006 Sexy Rexy. 13-3, and three, started all 16 games, uh, threw for 3,193 yards, 23 touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he threw a lot of picks. Okay, fine. He threw a lot of picks. I get it. Uh, but we still, we've got some, some major positives outweighing the, uh, outweighing the, the negatives. So real quick, if you guys want to have some fun, uh, if you guys want to be triggered by Trubisky real quick, Rex Grossman that season, seven games of a 100 plus quarterback rating, six games uh, with a 70 quarterback rating or under. Four of those games, he had a quarterback rating of under 35. Yeah, he ended the season with a 48.0 quarterback rating. So, I mean, good Rex, bad Rex was uh, fully in effect. But, hey, man, I remember that season. We moved the ball. Yeah. He, he hit some deep shots. Yeah. Uh, you know, he hit, uh, he hit Barry, and I think he did the right things. And, obviously, we went to the Super Bowl. So, how bad can it be? So, all right, guys, here we go. I think we all know how bad it can be. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we ever truly found the depths. <laughs> truly found the depths. So, uh, yeah, just a couple of things here. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read off everyone's teams. I'm going to go I'll just throw out a couple of names about some guys that got left off the list, and then we're going to go around. Just give your general thoughts on your team, someone else's team, or maybe someone that got left off the list, and we're going to call it a day, you guys. So here are the teams, you guys. Dan Sanders, Joyce Scott uh, went ahead and picked first. Quarterback, Rex Grossman. Running backs, Walter Payton. And uh, what are we saying for his first name, for Cesaris? Uh, Rick. Yeah, Rick. Rick Cesaris. Wide receiver, Johnny Morris. Wide receiver, Curtis Conway Ali. Tight end, Ken Cavanaugh. For Dave's team, Eric Kramer, a quarterback in the backfield, Matt Forte and Patty Driscoll, top of the morning to you. Wide receiving core of A-Rob and Alshon. That's some length. 
And then at tight end, we've got Marty Bennett. Kyle picked third. At quarterback, Jay, smoking Cutler. Jay Cavallari, running backs, Gail Sayers and Joe Ho Juice, Jordan Howard. At wide receiver, Willie Galt and Anthony Miller. And then at tight end, Harlan Hill. For Mr. Mike Choi picking fourth today, quarterback Doug Flutie in his running back backfield, Neil Anderson and Bronco Nagurski. At wide receiver, an interesting tandem, Brandon Marshall and Devin Hester. And at tight end, Greg Olson. And then finally, for me, at quarterback, Josh McCown. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> in the backfield, Thomas Jones, Rashawn Salam, Marcus Robinson, Marty Booker, and at tight end, Dicka. All right, and we have a couple, and then just real quick, a couple of guys that got left off the list. I noticed we had 1995, Jeff Graham had 82 receptions for 1,300 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Bobby Ingram had a couple of good seasons. Johnny Knox and Bernard Berrien, sorry, boys, you did not make the list. Bernard Berrien, uh, I'm sorry, and also uh, Musi Muhammad didn't make the list. Tight ends, Trey Burton, Desmond Clark. Surprised no one took Jimmy Graham, question mark, uh, moving forward. <laughs> Uh, in terms of the running backs, A-Train, Anthony Thomas, Raymond Harris, Curtis Enos, David Montgomery had a pretty decent rookie season. No one was ready to bite in on that. And then a quarterback, Johnny Lujak, uh, 23 touchdowns in nine games, also threw 22 picks in nine games, which was probably a hilarious display of quarterbacking. Uh, Jim McMahon, turns out his career numbers were actually not really very interesting at all. Um, 100 career touchdowns, 90 career interceptions, not that great. Only career high of 15. And then uh, no one took Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but that's okay. Our number two quarterback all time. Who yeah, took, number two. Who took Trubisky? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I will yeah. say, even, yeah, with those duds on the, on the board left, I, I was, like, thinking on my team and, like, oh, man, I don't know. It was just so hard because it's Bears offense. So I was like, I don't know. But then when you read those teams off and I heard all of your guys' quarterbacks, I'm like, yeah, you know what? My team has a chance. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just like that. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much where we are. Cutler, going early on Cutler actually wasn't that bad of a move. So let's go around the horn, guys, and then we're going to wrap up. Dan, you went first. We'll let you go first. Thoughts on your team? Thoughts on other people's teams? Or maybe a guy that didn't make it on the board? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy with my team. I was going to go Sid Luckman at, at QB because he, he stuck around to the very end there, and he is our number two. But I don't – the only person still living on my current team is Curtis Conley, so I think <laughs> maybe I should throw in another uh, warm body. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't smoke on the field anymore, so your whole team is going to be struggling. <laughs> oh, wait, real quick, uh, welfare check on Rex Grossman. He's okay, right? Uh, I think he's still alive. I don't okay, cool. Just COVID or, yeah, I think he's still alive. <laughs> I don't want to be scooping news. Uh, that doesn't need to be scooped right now. But yeah, no, your your team is uh, is dead or alive. Uh, one, of the, <laughs> one, of the, one of the two. Uh, Dave, uh, you picked second. Thoughts on your team, someone else's team, or someone that didn't make it onto its squad? Um, well, I'm super stoked on my team, Joey. I think this is, if this was an actual fantasy season, it would be a clear path to victory for my team. That being said, Joey, there was a few guys I was a little sad to uh, see get left off. Um, I mean, what if I were to tell you that there's a coach out there who threw 15 touchdowns but 16 interceptions? <laughs> Harbaugh was garbage, man. How could you listen to that guy? How could you even stomach him telling you what to do? <laughs> that's crazy that's a yeah. horrible stat line now you understand um, dicka hated him uh with yeah. a passion a passion of a thousand sons and you could perhaps yes. understand why i was actually surprised to see Tariq cohen left off a lot of people's rosters i mean we're talking about fantasy the guy receiving running back i mean he was on fire uh, a year ago um but yeah ultimately i really like choice team um i think he's got a great a core of pass catchers, including the tight end. I mean, I think it would just be fun to watch. Joey, you're the biggest Mitch Trubisky truther in the world, and you went with Josh McCown over him. <laughs> I will never buy anything you say again. Nick Foles 2021, let's do this thing. That's when the season will be. I got scared. <laughs> I got scared. I don't know. I wanted to turn didn't I wanted to turn the TVs off. I wanted to turn the TVs off down at House Hall on that one. 
I uh, know. I, I thought about I thought about Trubisky, and you know what's really funny about it is Trubisky is already our eighth time all time passer. And if he honestly, if he starts 16 games next year, he will automatically be in the top five of all time Chicago Bears passers. Um, well, good thing he won't. Yeah, good food thing for, he yeah, won't. Food for thought there, uh, Kyle. Uh, thoughts on your team or someone else's team or player that did not get drafted? Uh, yeah, man, I'm feeling good. All these teams has got some bruisers, but you know, I got Gale Sayers breaking guys' legs, and then Jay Cuddy throwing to uh, to to Willie and Anthony there. And I and honestly, I think uh, you know, Willie and Anthony are, it would pretty much be what kind of Al, you know, what Allen and Anthony are. You know, you're gonna have a speedster getting you know getting the young guy open. So. I think, uh, especially with my guy in the hor- on the horse uh, in the end zone, uh, we're going to be scoring some touchdowns. Yeah, that was a good move, picking a guy with, uh, that rides a horse. Um, yeah. uh, just, I just think that's kind of like an extra – I mean, you got to think, like, what do you do in the secondary with a guy yeah. like that? I, I'm not Fair. sure. I mean, you're looking at eight, nine feet, you know, that you're up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just go you're- up and- yeah, go up and get it. Yeah, go up and get it. <laughs> go, up, go up and get it. And, uh, and Mr. Mike Choi, uh, thoughts on your team, someone else's team, or a pick that did not make it onto the board? Yeah, echoing the, uh, uh, the, the Sid Luckman uh, being off the board. You know, if I wasn't a jackass with my Doug Flutie pick, um, he would have been the guy that I would have selected. Although I will say, um, he must have had some family on the Hall of Fame selection committee because – how, I mean, props to him for being on the Hall of Fame in 65, but with those numbers, uh, I, I, it, it, I, it's, it's strange that he's a Hall of Famer. Um, There's only terms, six teams, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of Dan, I love his pick of Johnny Morris. I mean, in 1964, he had 93 receptions. In 64, that would be a league leader in today's high-flying passing NFL. So the fact that he caught 93 receptions in 64 um, is amazing. Um, In terms of teams that I really like, I'm going to throw the love right back to Dave. Um, Dave, if if this were a PPR league, in in today's NFL fantasy football, you would be crushing it. And and in terms of Kyle, I I, want to see uh, Farty Hooker on an NFL squad. If uh, yes. we get Party Oker yes. on an NFL squad, um, I think he could do some amazing things. Yeah. First down for Farty. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, the only way I can justify the Josh McCown pick is we've been watching Bears football for a very, very long time, and that five-game stretch, I think, was the greatest Chicago Bears quarterbacking I have ever seen in my life. And I don't know if we're ever going to see – that again, I don't know if we're ever going to be so lucky, but that's kind of how I'm justifying Joey, it. Joey, as they say, when you're down with McCown, you're down for life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you and all those middle schoolers that I know. you thought. <laughs> we got all of our recorders out, and we're playing him a we're playing him a song <laughs> in his honor, and it's "Wind Beneath My Wings." I will say, I, I my wife does not follow football a lot, but when I told her the story of McCown, that the dude was like teaching at a school, and then got the call, and then like went lights out for us. I mean, make that movie. You could you could make that movie if we went anywhere, but we didn't. I'll, so I'll say this: movie. if you if you guys don't watch. Um, all or nothing on Amazon. They follow a team. I think it's a better version of hard knocks because it's during the season. Last year they did the Eagles and there's a whole couple episodes on when Josh McCown got the start two years ago. And man, you're going to love him even more, man. The, The dude's a baller. He's, he's a good guy. Well, there you have it. You guys, that was our Chicago bears all time fantasy draft. Thank you so much for joining us on Believe in Betting Chicago. I was joined so thankfully and gratefully today by Dan Sanders-Joyce, David Raspoli, Mike Choi, and Kyle Moore. Thanks so much for checking us out, you guys. And that's going to do it. Thank you so much. We'll be back early next week. We're going to be doing some reaction pieces to the Bulls' Last Dance documentary. You're not going to want to miss it. We've been waiting for years and years and years. Uh, guys, we have two minutes before the Zoom meeting calls out. Quick thoughts on Bears, uh, the Bulls' Last Dance. One sentence. How do you feel about it coming out this Sunday? Uh, I, I'm I'm interested uh, that Jordan had to say uh, of what Jordan had to say about it. That everybody's going to know how big of a douchebag he is now. <laughs> yeah, the gloves are off. Yeah, never never meet your heroes, and we're yeah. about to meet Michael Jordan. Yep.
Kyle? Uh, trade back in the second round of the draft. What? Okay. All right. Uh, and and Mike, <laughs> you're gonna I'm, be I'm, you're gonna be on that pod, man. Are you excited? I will. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting for that Jack Haley coverage to kind of really hit the light. Yeah, give us the full story. What's the really true untold story of Jack Haley? <laughs> I've got a good one with I actually I do have a good story about Jack Haley and Michael Jordan that does not make Michael Jordan seem like a good guy, but I'm not going to get into that now. But that's gonna do it, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out my Instagram feed because we're gonna be posting all these rosters on there. This was Believe in Betting Chicago. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.